Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Hi, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Tuesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller are here for the next two hours to talk sports with you, and we appreciate you uh, spending some of your time with us uh, during the next couple of hours. Here's what's coming up on the BMW of Des Moines guest list. We will take an early break and grab Bama Bob. We'll kind of get the midway checkpoint uh, in college football with Bama, what we think we know in the Power Fives, Heisman leader at this point, playoffs. Uh, if this was the first Tuesday in November, the television show would debut. We'll kind of do it radio-wise with our playoff teams here today. Uh, so he will be first. Tavian Banks is going to come in. Of course, he's working with the YMCA and now with the Iowa Wolves. They've got a uh, big camp coming up, and we'll talk to Tavian Banks, uh, pick his brain on, uh, on that and what we can expect. Etc. Uh, at about 11.45, Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com will preview a magical Game 7. Isn't it incredible? Good morning, first of all. Hello. Amazing to believe that uh, in the history of the Philadelphia Phillies, how old are they? Did I see 115 years, 145 years? I think it was 1886 they were formed. Just bananas. Arizona wasn't even a state until the uh, early 1900s. Is that? I didn't know that. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Um, my Canadian is showing. Let me tuck it back in. Um but they've never played a game seven. It's wild, isn't it? It's unthinkable. It, it really is. And Not, I know it was a moribund pro organization right. for a really long time. But and still. there were very few playoff rounds right. in the past. But but still, you just think, you know, one yeah. year uh, that there would have been. But here they go tonight, and we will be better for it. Hopefully it's a good game. Uh, fought against uh, Ranger Suarez. Uh, they pitched. That was the matchup in game three, I want to say. That sounds right, yeah. And that's... they both got taken out early. They did. Uh, and they were both really good. And you know what I'm going to be looking at here for the game coming up. So did you hit those yesterday? Two out of three. Good for you. Two out of three. Who on did the, you um, miss? Uh, who was it? It was, and it was close. Nola? No, you didn't bet Nola. Didn't bet Nola. What would it have been yesterday? It wasn't Scherzer. Scherzer was done. Yeah. And Javier was done really Javier early. Javier was so. done early. It Had was, to be the it was Merrill. Yeah. yeah. Merrill Kell, who and, was really good. And he went five. The over-under was, it would have been uh, 12 and a half outs. So he barely hit the over. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's a fun bet. I like it. The is bet. I like the bet a lot. It's gone very well for us. And uh, took a look. You know, I had that bad month. September was a rough one for me. Took a look over the last thirty days. I think we're starting to see it again, just a little bit. Over the last thirty days, betting wise, I am here. It is ninety sixty-eight and three, up twenty-seven and a half units. Sixty-eight and three, Jesus. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, see. it's not Ken Miller good. Yeah, but I came Friday back times. to the pack, Trent. And I had a 401-1. Yeah, and I had uh, a, no- a normal week for me, a 2-3. and three. Here we uh, come. So uh, you're rolling, and you're within 8, uh, and we'll do it again on Friday. And we got October and November. Uh, I thought it ended in November. No, December. Don't forget about January. Uh-huh. It will even go into February with the Super Bowl. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for it. Well, I can, uh, but it's going to be fun once we get to get to that point. And then speaking of the uh, NFL, our final segment, we'll take a look at two of our regional teams, the Chiefs. Boy, Justin Ross is in trouble. Did you see that domestic violence situation yeah. overnight last night for him? A lot of people in his camp rooting for him. I'm guessing he has uh, not, not quite as many people rooting for him here today. Again, uh, everybody's in still proven guilty, but the charges are out there. Uh, so Nick Athen and then Dave Sinekin. Are the Packers going the wrong way? And is Jordan Love 
starting to, I don't know, gain detractors maybe with so, his play? I had this one on my list for you this week. Obviously, I know you watched every play Sunday. Every single one of them. As you do every single week, good or bad, with your Broncos. Most of them have been bad. And I watched a lot of it. It was obviously the main broadcast and watched a ton of that football game, but it was also bouncing back and forth in red zone. So wasn't seeing every snap. I was, I was shocked because... I thought Jordan Love at minimum was going to be okay. Yeah, he was going to be at, so early in the year. I thought he was going to be, and I mean, he had the deflected pass for the touchdown to give the lead, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't look very I'm good. He looks indecisive. Yep. He looks, well, he looks like a rookie quarterback. He does, but when you're hoping and you're holding these guys until year three or year four, you're hoping that that learning curve is not so steep, and it certainly looks steep right now. And there might still be hope. But I thought he'd be further along at this point. I'm with you. Who's the third best quarterback as of today in the NFC North? The third best? Bajan? (laughs) I never even thought of him. He might be. (laughs) You know what? Did you see the no-look pass, by the way, that he threw? That's unbelievable. For this kid to even have the you-know-whats to to try it. Who's first, Goff or Cousins? I think from what I saw last night, it's Cousins. Still Cousins. I think so. He played his you-know-what off last night, Trent. That offensive line was fantastic. They kept him clean last night. Mm -hmm. That's a good defensive front for the Niners. Boy, there was a lot of... uh, um, Iowa State, Central Iowa flavor mm-hmm. at U.S. Bank Stadium last night. So uh, a note, I talk about my single buddy up in Minneapolis a lot, my buddy Rustad. You kind of periodically live vicariously. Yes, yeah. Him, he's yeah. the single guy. Yeah. He's got season tickets to the Twins and the Vikings, yeah. and he yeah. travels all over and living the good single life. And with the season tickets last night at the game, he uh, texted us at one point and said he was shocked how many Iowa State jerseys, mm-hmm. Cyclone t-shirts mm-hmm. that he saw up there. A ton of 49er fans just in general. Right, right. And maybe that had something to do with it, but the amount of Cyclone gear that was Ugh. up there is unlike anything he has ever seen before at a Vikings game. Hey, credit to that Cyclone Absolutely. fan base. Absolutely. It's a Brock Purdy yes. factor, right? I mean, it's uh, what he's doing. Had another friend that had uh, field access before the game and uh, got a picture taken with George Kittle's wife, former oh, Iowa right? basketball yeah, player, yeah, yeah. and the Kittle family was right next to him. Does her parents. mom still do uh, the color on some basketball she, games? She has, yeah, in the past. She did for a long time. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. was full-time, and I don't uh-huh. think she's been full-time. Okay. But yeah, what a just unbelievable story. And yep. watching George Kittle, a guy that was 190 pounds coming out of high school, do what he does. And number 46 with the Hawks. Wasn't he 46? Yeah, he, he was. was yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a wide receiver in high school down in Norman, Oklahoma, where his dad played or was down there coaching high school and being a lawyer, right? I think that's what. Is that right? Yeah, I'm I, think not sure. he's, I think that was his full time. He was a football coach at Oklahoma and then decided to get into high school and keep doing his law thing. But uh, do we have to talk about Brock Purdy? We certainly can. I mean, he uh, the fourth quarter was not good it for wasn't. him. Uh, I like the fact that... Um, look, that's back-to-back, back, though. That's true. Uh, the Vikings got after him last mm-hmm. night. Vikings got after him. I didn't think he was awful. No, not at all. There no. was certainly worse quarterback play from over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, in, in a lot of places, what would he finish up? 21 of 30 uh, for uh, 272 yards uh, through two picks. They were bad. Obviously, the one to Jennings. Uh, bad one touchdown pass. Um, I like the fact that he ran the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the jury's. I, I think that you know, there's a lot of people. Not you, certainly. I'm not not you, certainly not me. But there are a lot of people hoping, waiting, waiting. Maybe not hoping, waiting for that inevitable, 
you know, back to reality. Mm-hmm. It's the NFL we're talking about here. And not, not just Hawkeye fans on Twitter. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. 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 Na- <laughs> yes, me, national. Absolutely, because they missed. Uh, I didn't think he was going to be an NFL guy. My opinion's going to be proven right. Uh, no, it's not. He is an NFL guy. He is a starting one of 32 in the NFL. Is he a top 10 quarterback? Not at this point. But again, this is his first full season. Let's tap the brakes and let it play out. If you're a if you're a Niners fan, you got to be pretty happy with the guy that uh, you know your head coach is anointed as your starting quarterback at this point. Oh, there's no doubt about it, right? So we mentioned those two and five teams for the last five years. A two and five team has qualified for the playoffs. Vikings do not qualify because now they're three, three and, four. and four, right? Yeah. So they didn't hit that mark. Here are the teams currently. That are two and five, and we still have some two and four teams because of buys. But this is what we have right now: Giants, Bears, Patriots, Broncos. And then one of those teams is going to make the playoffs. If you had to make a bet, yes, no. I say everyone were twelve to one, whatever it is. Okay, right. And then I have to spend my money. Yep, you got to put a hundred bucks. Giants, down. the the Giants, the Broncos, the Patriots, and what was the other? The Bears. What a gross group of teams. I guess if I had to, I'd take Belichick by default. That's that's where I would be, too. But I don't feel confident with any of those. Now, right. the two and four teams that would have to lose this week to fall, fall, qualify for that are the Chargers. I'm yeah. done with them. <laughs> Titans or Packers. But again, you're stacking another loss up. I mean, that's just an unthinkable number, though. Three, mm-hmm. four of the last five years, a two and five team mm-hmm. just looked dead in the water. Mm-hmm. I've come back and qualified for the playoffs. How many wins have the Bengals got? Cincinnati is currently three and three. Because they're headed, I think they're headed for a loss. This, you know where they go this weekend? To, come, to San Fran. Coming off a bye, though. Well, a healthy Burrow. But San Francisco back to back losses. Yeah. Can you see him losing three in a row and doing it at home? I can't. I can't. I hate to say it. I could. I don't. I hope what, you're right. What's that number? I think I'm going to have Cincinnati this week. Where are we at here? This week's slate. five and a half. Five and a half. Five, oh. I hate that number. That's isn't it just a yes. It's a terrible number. <laughs> it really is. Five mm-hmm. and a half. Five's my worst number. I'd probably I would probably grab the points right now. Early mm-hmm. in the week, that's where I'd be. What else jumps off the page here? So, so at me, I'll tell you the one game I like this week right now is next Monday night. Raiders Lions? No. Yes, Raiders Lions. Yes, yes, yes. I'll just lay in it with the Lions. I Bounce so. back factor. I back at so. home. Yep. Raiders stink. They don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Or, or McBlunder is uh, on very, very right. thin ice, and he should be. I mean, they need to make a change uh, in Las Vegas with their head coach. He's not a, he's not head coach worthy. He's proven it once before, and he's doing so again. Uh, one stinky line that I was ready to jump on last night. Texans are at the Panthers. I know Panthers also coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. Still looking for their first win. Three? This Houston team is okay. Yeah, Honestly, they're not good. They're okay though. Did Stroud something happen to him, or maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking of somebody else? I don't think so. No, okay. I think you're thinking Richardson. Maybe. Yeah, so, uh, Richardson for sure. Yeah, yeah he's, he's out, out for, for the, the year. year. Right. Battle of rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Stroud has certainly been the better one yes, here. Yes, he has. I although w- Young's starting to trend a little bit in the right direction. And I might have to relook at my numbers because I I think I have the Texans and my power numbers a little bit higher. Maybe that's what it is because mm-hmm. I had this and that's why it popped in my mind five and a half. Mm-hmm. And then I see three. I got to do a little more investigation before I put that. I think that's going to be my first NFL bet of the week, though. If uh, if it comes out the way that I want, 
Texans laying a short number at the Panthers. All right, real quick on baseball, then we'll get to a break and get Bama Bob in here. Uh, we'll, uh, we didn't have time for him uh, yesterday. Uh, that's a, usually a pretty long segment, and we didn't want to shortchange uh, Doc. Um, boy, if, if, if the World Series is Arizona-Texas. Yeah. Uh, TV right. people are not going to be pleased about that one. <laughs> that's got a P-U written all over it. Yes, it does. Man, oh, man. Uh, Phillies, Texas, a little bit of shine to it. This Bochy story is unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dusty Baker, has he finished? Did I see that? That's what the murmurs continue to be. He has told people both inside and outside the organization that this is his final season as a manager. That was a How report old? from The Athletic. 70 what? 74. Is he that old? 74. How old's Bochy? 60, late 60s, or is he in the 70s? I think he's in the 70s as well. Jesus. Yeah, a couple of old guards coming towards the Mm -hmm. end, and for Dusty, it looks like that's going to be the occasion. How about Marte? 15-game playoff hit streak? you, You can't get him out. He's just on one of those heaters right now. So there are three players that have a 17 game postseason hitting streak. I don't know if you heard during the broadcast. I, I didn't. I put this one in my notes. Take a guess. There's two reasons. There's one you'd never get, but they're currently still playing. No, 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 no. Oh, semi over, over time. Yeah, over time. Over the last couple decades. Oh Jesus! Go lay it on me. Well, they're guys. Think of playoff success over the last. Two Freddie decades. Freeman. Nope. Uh, Red Sox. Well, Betts is uh, not bad. No, no, not, not that recent. Um, Red Sox. Manny Ramirez. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That many games? 17 game Jesus. hit streak. And the other one, the captain of the uh, Yankees. Oh, yeah, there Number Jeter. two. Yeah. By Derek the way, uh, Derek Jeter and Kalen Clark have something in common. Did you see the, the, the um, uh, PR group, is that what you want to call it, that she signed with today? Mm-mm. With the elite Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Tiger Woods. This is who's representing Caitlin Clark here today, uh, as of today. Probably a smart thing. Holy mackerel. Yeah, I'll say. Because wasn't she represented like locally? Yeah. Like a friend of the family? She's and, getting a little bigger than that. Right? I mean, he took her um, and her business, I'm guessing, as far as he could. But maybe they're leaving some opportunities out there, and they decided to uh, to capitalize on that. So good for them. But yeah, that uh, that story is it, uh, starts with an E, something marketing. Uh, anyways, came out this morning. All right, Bama Bob's going to join us. Uh, Tavian Banks is coming up uh, all in hour number one. Look forward to catching up with both. Uh, we'll do Bama Bob next hour. Number two, Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Who would be the favorite? Philly would be favored over Texas. Texas would be favored over Arizona. I think that's fair, yeah. But not significant, though, right? I wouldn't think either way. Minus 130 Rangers against the D-backs and the buyback plus 110. That sound about fair. And if you had the Phillies, Phillies minus 120, maybe even on the Rangers, the other side, something like that. That's, you know, that's more, what it's at the Conning Casino. <laughs> one more. Well, I'm anxious to get, stay at the Conning Casino because right. here's another question. Although I don't think that the NCAA will do anything this season. But I'm talking about Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, and now they've got Stallion. That's his last name. Mm-hmm. What's his? Connor Stallion? Yeah, sounds right. Um, any relation to Megan V? <laughs> Cousins. Cousins. Okay. Um, but I don't think that the NCAA would drop a hammer before the end of this year. Do you? No. Good. It took Kansas a half decade. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm sure by then Harbaugh will be in the pros yep. uh, or whatever, wherever he ends They'll up. They'll be disappointed but my question with the was going, <laughs> My question was going to be, what does this do to all of those Michigan future tickets? Because they're overwhelming choice right yeah. now. But it's not. I don't think you're going to have to worry. No, I don't think so either. They're working on Noah Shannon Trent. That's what they're up to right now. Well, and it's funny. The NCAA can get together for a half hour Zoom meeting to talk about a a call 
yeah, the Kinnick Stadium, right. yeah. and they can get to that next day. So it was it was um, uh, the head of officiating mm-hmm. what, uh, for the Big Ten for the Big Ten and an NCAA was member. There? Yeah. Well, he took time away from uh, figuring out how to get Noah Shannon back eligible. See if they can That's get that what figured I want out. to believe. Yeah. I will take a time out. Uh, we'll come back. Bama, Bob, Trent, and I will go around college football. However, before we do that, how about claiming some NIL money? Head to KXNO.com right now. You can enter this contest. The keyword is check. Check at KXNO.com. Check at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Another chance coming up in an hour. Miller and Condon underway on a Tuesday. It's the- you ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Moines Sports Station, 107. Details. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Final Saturday of October as we move into November. So we are two-thirds, essentially, once we get through this window of the way through the college football season. We thought we'd take a look at the Power Five conferences, a thought or two where we're at on all of those, maybe do a little Heisman uh, conversation piece at this point and predict our playoff if we have fu- if we have time, which we likely won't, so let's see how far we can get. <laughs> uh, Bama, good to talk to you, as always. We appreciate it. Let's start in yeah, the SC- thanks for having me on today. Yeah. In the, uh for, for missing yesterday. No, sure. absolutely. We uh, we love the segment. Uh, the SEC, Trent, we'll start with you. What's your takeaway seven or eight games into the SEC season? Uh, that Alabama isn't dead, which... That's true. You know, you go back, and not just the Texas game, but even coming into the season, it felt like a Georgia, what they'd done with the back-to-back national championships, the way that they were recruiting, the way they'd kind of stolen their ball. And then you get off to the slow start, you look terrible against South Florida afterwards, and all right, well, it's over. It's not over. No. Nope. And here they come again. Just, and it's so weird. Alabama lying in the weeds. I, I mentioned I got them 40-1 to 1 back in early October to win the national championship. And I, Why I don't, are they today? Any idea? Oh, are they, they I'd have to be, look. they got to yeah. be single digits? Right in that range, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably between 8 and 12-1, to 1, yep. something like that. This team just finds a way. Milrow making those plays down the field, using him as a runner a little bit more. That's my takeaway. Because Georgia, it doesn't feel like we know. I agree. Alabama, they're a step below, but not that big of a step. Yeah, Alabama, LSU, first Saturday, November, going to be massive. I'll tell you, my mind's maybe the Missouri Tigers, mm-hmm. just the start that they're off to. Bama, what's your take uh, What's your take on the SEC so far? Well, you stole my thunder there, Ken. I think the story, I mean, Alabama obviously is a story, as is LSU, and they're going to play for the West probably. Uh, I mean, the winner is going to you know, more than likely win that division, and, and we think play Georgia, but Missouri is, I mean, what they're doing this year is, I mean, they're 7-1. and one. Uh, They're beating teams that they should beat. They, 
they probably should have beaten LSU at home. They lost that game, you yep. know, tough game. Nothing, no, nothing criminal there. But look, they've got Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida coming up next. Jesus. The next three weeks, you know, Georgia is you know Jesus. is on the road, but that's the game after the the Florida game. You know, yep. uh, the cocktail party. Same day as LSU, Alabama. Absolutely, uh, and you know. I, as luck would have it, I will be in uh, Gainesville that day, so I'll be able to figure nice. out how to watch those games. Uh, I'm going to take Cindy down to watch the uh, here to watch her former or her alumni team. But you know, look at Missouri. You know, at Georgia, home to Tennessee and Florida. Okay, that's that's manageable. If they get that Georgia game. Can I mean they're they're in the driver's seat. I don't know that they can, but I think they got the. I think they got some horses that are going to give Georgia some trouble. Um, with Bowers out especially. I yep. mean, that, and I, I'm really interested. This, and I hate it for him. I mean, I hate you lost your $10. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, but uh, yeah. I, I, um, I I think they're, they're going to have to figure something out without him. I think the bye week came at a really good time for them going into this Florida game because now they've got a couple of weeks to try to figure out how are we going to navigate without him. But he's been their best player yeah. without question. Yep. Uh, on either side of the ball, he's their go-to guy. Mm-hmm. Um you know, in the West, look again. Alabama, they're they're good. They're not great. Uh, I think Nick Saban is having a really fun time coaching this team, even with all the frustrations and everything else. Uh, he sees them responding to him. I think he's having. I think he's enjoying coaching the coaches, if you will. Tommy Reese, I think, has come a long way uh, since that Texas game, and uh, they still don't have a great offensive line. You know, I know your boy Proctor from. From their southeast pole, he he struggled and he's taking a lot of heat, but uh, they're they're managing that. And again, I think it's just all going to come down to this week. You know, Alabama, LSU. The winner's probably going to go to Atlanta and probably play Georgia. Um, but I think Missouri's going to have something to say about that. They're really, really good, and I'm just so impressed with what Drinkwitz is doing there. Yeah, I'm with you. I just hope it doesn't have a feel like, remember Kentucky unbeaten go to take on yeah, Georgia and just woodshed. It could go wrong. Yeah. It could go all wrong here really quick because that schedule, again, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, I mean, you know, they use two out of three of those, and all of a sudden you're, you're having a nice season, right. uh, not a great season. You yeah, know? you're trending seven and five after where you were at. Exactly. Uh, Trent, yeah. the Pac-12. Well, I think you obviously have to start with Washington. And last week was a disappointment. Penix did not look good against Arizona State. They found a way. Mm-hmm. They scored less offensive touchdowns than the Iowa Hawkeyes. But it remains a story. <laughs> did they really? Yeah. They didn't have an offensive yeah. touchdown. Hard they, to do. Yes, they had a defensive score, and that proved to be the difference in that football game. I, Washington still is the story, though, as they are trending the undefeated remaining there. Will we get a rematch with Oregon? And then USC. I'm just the Caleb Williams question about... Just how dejected he looked at there on the sidelines after mm-hmm. that game and, and how it got away once again against Utah. There's a lot of storylines. I love this conference. Yeah, I do too. I mean, you know, one we didn't speak of and we would have after the end of September. Uh, that's Colorado Buffaloes, right? Yeah. They're kind of, they've kind of faded away, uh, at least for the time being. Bammy, your, ta- your thoughts on the Pac 12? Yeah, Washington, I think, is, is the story again. And, and, you know, here they go again. You know, they keep me up to almost one in the morning because I didn't think that game was going to be close. And I keep looking at it and waiting for it and waiting for them to pull away. And they don't uh, give Arizona State some credit. But I don't know if that was a hangover game or, or what. You, I think Oregon had a little bit of a hangover early. Uh, and then Bo Nix, you know, kind of does what he does. And, you know, they pulled away. It wasn't, a, you know, again, that, that kind of backdoor cover thing that you worry about on those. 20-point spreads, but to me, the story in the conference, outside of 
Washington, which we knew was going to be good, it's got to be Utah because mm-hmm. they're doing it without Cam Rising. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat Florida week one. I, who's their, their only loss was to UCLA? Was it fourteen to seven? It was twenty-one seven. Yeah, no, I mean, to, to Oregon State. Oregon State, yes. And you know they go into the Coliseum and just we talked about it Friday. USC has to win this. They just got punched in the mouth and they got you know bullied around again. And once again, Lincoln Riley uh, for. All the hype mm-hmm. and everything around him, he where is he at? He's not going to be in the playoff again. Mm-hmm. And he's got a generational quarterback that he can't win the conference. Because he has no defense. Um, he has no defense. Doesn't doesn't seem to care about them. I mean, he gets Barry Alexander, and mm-hmm. he got tossed. And you know, that was a tough call, I thought, uh, against him. But it looked like a roughing the passer for sure because it was a helmet to helmet. I didn't think he launched. I didn't think he lowered his head. Uh, he got ejected in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter of that game. I don't know that it would have made a lot of difference. But again, when, when USC needs a stop, you know, they give up, um, what is it, a 26, 30 yard run to a backup quarterback, third string quarterback. Hell, I don't know who, how many strings down the line this guy is, but, uh, Caleb Williams can't throw a touchdown pass. Uh, and, you know, now you're starting to hear the calls. I thought, was it, uh, Manuel Acho saying that he should just pack it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and look, the, we're used to this with bowl games. I would really hate to see that. You know, in the middle of a season. Yeah. In the middle of a season. Yeah. I mean, what are you there for? I mean, I, you, but you think about it. I, I get it. I get the argument. I get it. Yeah. What do you got to prove? You've got a Heisman. You know, you're, you're going to be the you know number one, number two pick you know, overall next mm-hmm. year without question. Five year uh, guaranteed you know, deal. Right. You, you know, what are you going to do? You know, risk. $20, $22 million on a, on a injury for what is, quote-unquote, a meaningless I hope we don't get to that now. point, but you know what? I, I understand the argument. I get the debate. And this is where NIL is fascinating to me, Kim, because what, do, what are they going to do? All these NIL deals this guy has signed, okay? If he quits in the middle of the season... Yeah, Dr. Pepper's campaign, what happens to that? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's going to happen there? I mean, they're paying him yeah. to play. Now, if you get hurt, you get hurt. Right. If you have a bad season, you have a bad season. If you quit, you get that money, pay that money back. I mean, this is where it's just fascinating to me, and nobody knows the answer. No. Anyway, hey, I know uh, an answer. We've got five minutes left, so we've got three yeah. more. Five right, sure. Uh, Arizona's, yeah. Arizona's one of my stories in the Pac-12. I thought they'd finish last and wasn't Absolutely. sure they'd win a game. They're off to a good start. Where are we now, boys? Let's move forward. All the way to the Big Ten. Trent. It didn't happen for Penn State. And now you're left wondering, will they ever be able to get over the hump? An Ohio State team that is built differently. Were you with me? We both liked Penn State. Love Penn State. I'm I'm heavily invested in them, and that looks to be a dead ticket now. This was going to be the year. Offensive and defensive lines that can compete. A quarterback that was a difference maker. Mm -hmm. A running game that just has not gotten on track all season long. This was supposed to be the year, and the question becomes, James Franklin, we know the record against top Mm -hmm. 10 teams, and it continues with this team. Where are you and Drew Aller? Needs a new offensive coordinator. Okay. Somebody lets him unleash okay. it. Yep. Not unfair. Uh, Bama? Uh, it's got to be Penn State. I mean, like you said, I mean, all the crap swarming around Michigan is a different issue. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, and uh, there's a lot coming out now that, you know, when I, when I said Friday, it seemed like they were kind of picking on Harbaugh. You know, there's a lot of stuff, you know, Twitter, they're going back and looking at, you know, play cards and everything else. But, look. The, the the thing that to me for Penn State, James Franklin, he comes out 
after the game, and he says, you know what, I'm not sure we didn't just watch the two best teams in the country play it. And I'm like, James, everybody else, you're the only one that has Is that what he team. said? He, he said, he well, said. defensively, though. He also put the caveat in Oh, there. did he say defense? He did. Okay, yeah. well, I didn't see that quote. but Imagine uh, that, that you guys in the SEC not getting the full quote. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, who, but still, I'm not sure that that's true either. Yeah. Okay, I just think Michigan plays offense. a little defense, too. They do, and they've got some offense to counter. I mean, you know, there, there's bad – there's bad football, which was Mississippi State seven, Arkansas three, um, and and then there's 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 good defenses that shut down offenses, which is what we had here. But again, very limited from uh you know by Penn State, and you know, they, I think this guy's. I mean, they've got a fifty six million dollar buyout on him. He's not going anywhere, and they go into they they still they're not out of it because they've got Michigan at home, and you know who knows what can happen if they win that game, but. After what you've seen, I'm not sure Michigan uh-uh. just keeps doing what they're doing. Nebraska having a really quietly nice year, four and three. Probably going to um, get bowl eligible for the first time in a long time. I think so, and I hope so. And then, and then, you know, I'm sure you guys have just, you know, hounded the Iowa game and finished to death. I saw Trent on Twitter. Wasn't a big fan, but I mean, the bottom line to me is, and I'm just looking at it from an outside. Yeah, that 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 play call. You know, the, the call at the end of the game was rough. But my God, I mean, you ordered twelve yards of offense in the second half. Two, two. I mean, you, two. you added an extra two. one in I'm front sorry. of the two. Yeah. Oh, did I? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I, I mean, when is enough enough? And that team is just unwatchable from a national. Unless the entire Big Ten West is unwatchable, mm-hmm. Bama, for the most yeah. part. It if, truly unless is. Unless you're invested in that yep. team, you can't get anybody interested outside of the state of Iowa because it is just putrid football. Yeah, it, it's bad. Uh, I was dead wrong on Ohio State, Penn State. I thought Penn State would beat them. I thought Ohio State was the third best team in the in that division. Looks like they're second. Maybe got a chance to beat Michigan. I don't think they will, but we'll see. Trent, the Big 12. Reclamation projects is where I went. Oklahoma State, dead. Yeah. Here they are now, 3-1 right. and one in the conference. In the middle of the season, turning it around. Iowa State, the summer, mm-hmm. left for dead. Yeah. Here they are. In second place mm-hmm. in the conference. Even West Virginia, I know a disappointing loss for them, but still Neil Brown, he was first coach fired. I mean, he, oh, had, the, he had the hottest He was the, the odds yes. on favorite yes. to be the first coach fired this year. Yep. And they're sitting at four and three and a real good chance of being eight and four this year. Mm-hmm. Reclamation projects out of the Big 12. Yeah, the uh, the fact that uh, UCF and Cincinnati have not won a conference game yet, that's one of them. Uh, Bama, your thoughts? Uh, you know, Oklahoma, better than I thought. Uh, yeah. Dylan Gabriel's having a hell of a season. He's right up there in the Heisman. You know, we're talking about Heisman. What are the odds that a non-quarterback wins it? <laughs> you know, I think there's Not only good. one guy on that list. You Marvin know, Harrison. Um, yeah, there was Marvin two. Harrison. There was two boys. I was on. The, I, I bet the right horse. The, he just broke did. down. Uh, he just got. He yeah, just got, he got hurt. hurt. Um, but Oklahoma's better than I thought. UCF again. You mentioned the you know newbies not winning. Uh, BYU having a nice year. You know, five and two. And I think Oklahoma has to go there late in the year. Uh, so, you know, Oklahoma's not... I know Iowa State does. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma still has to go. Um, they Well, they got Kansas this week on the road. they got to go to um, Stillwater, and they got to go to BYU. Yeah, That's I see not, that. You're right. Yep. Not a gimme right there. So, um, but, it, and, you know, listen, I don't know what the hell has happened to TCU. I mean, yeah. where that, that was just a, a butt-kicking. But, uh, you know, we talked about Kansas State every year. They just keep getting ignored, and every year they have a really nice season. Uh, Trent, top four playoff teams. Number one, Michigan. Yes. 
Number two, Florida State. Okay. Number three, Georgia. I agree. Number four, Oklahoma. Okay, I went a different direction at four. Bama, your top. I have the same top three in that order. Michigan, Florida State. Heck of a game, by, by the way, by Riley Leonard. I mean, yeah, gutsy. Yeah. gutsy for, yes. Total respect for yep. that guy. Uh, and it showed after Georgia three. I got Washington four. So with and I'm not I'm just not going to penalize them for that for that one game they found a way to win after a big game biggest game of the year mm-hmm. biggest game in that program for how many years um not going to find a, I'm not going to penalize them I got Oklahoma at 5 followed by Oregon and Ohio State Who do you have 5 6 Trent Uh yes I have Washington still up yep. there and then Oregon right behind them Yep and I know we're going to uh touch Heisman Yeah who is it Bo Nix He's going to get the rematch What's against his Washington number? Let me find it here. I just looked at it a moment ago. Yeah, Thir- you know what? Pull them 13 up. to 1 13 at DraftKings. Yeah. So Penix is the favorite right now. McCarthy at DraftKings. McCarthy's the favorite. Plus right 240. Now. Penix plus 320. Jane Daniels plus 340. 11 to 1 for Dylan Gabriel. Jordan Travis also 11 to 1. Knicks. And then your first non quarterback, Marvin Harrison Jr., 16 to 1. I tell you what, I'd jump on Jalen Daniels if I had a, you know, for a little bit because he's got the Alabama yep, game. Yep, he does. They win that one. They're in the, the SEC get, championship. And they are the ones to knock off Georgia. With three losses, out. though. Yeah. At plus 340, I would rather take an LSU ticket to make the playoff <laughs> as opposed he to Daniels. He hasn't played bad in any of those three losses. He has <laughs> not. No, he has not been the problem I mean, at all. He has not been the problem. The thing I'm fascinated the fact that McCarthy jumps from plus one thousand to plus two hundred after beating Michigan State. I in, mean, come on, really? In, in that scenario, Bama, you can get LSU to win the SEC at seven to one. That's what you bet yeah. as opposed to Daniels coming back and win the Heisman at plus three forty. Yeah, because I think all those Pac twelve guys are just. I mean, somebody out of the Pac twelve is going to win it. I think now Williams or will they split falls votes? out and quits, whatever. Um, but I mean, oh, he's Jordan's cooked. Yeah. A good year. Yeah, what's Williams? What's his number now? Thirty, Trent? Forty? Oh, it's got to yeah, be more than that. 30, yeah. uh, eighty to one. Is he eighty to one? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and what was he? Yeah. He was the favorite for a long time. We got to take a break, Bam. We'll talk to you on Friday. We'll have a slate of games to opine on. Thanks for popping on. Appreciate it, Bam and Bob. Thank you. I'll always enjoy it, guys. Take care. Yeah, good to talk to you, Bam and Bob. Trent and I talking college football. We'll preview the slate coming up Friday at twelve oh five ish. All right, Tavian Banks is going to come in working with the YMCA basketball camps. We'll uh, spread that information coming up here next. Of course, they did a great job this summer in the football. Uh, well, Tavian Banks will join us. Somebody coming in from the Wolves? Yeah, Chip. Ball- Bright will also be gotcha. here. He's as, a VP over there. I want yeah, to say. they're partnering up. It's a basketball league through the YMCA that the Iowa Wolves are helping put on with the Y where Tavian works. So we'll talk a little that, talk a little football hoops and whatever else pops up. Good stuff. And then Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com will preview or we'll talk about two of the regional teams in the NFL, the Chiefs and the Packers at 1230. Trends plays of the day. Circus Sports sponsor those. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. 106- Condon, welcome back. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Ken Miller, Trent Condon with you until 1. Murph and Andy take you until 3. And, of course, the drive, Heather and Sean, 3 until 6. Well, a couple of guests in studio. Former Hawkeye football player Tavian Banks now with the YMCA. Of course, you heard uh, Tavian uh, in here this summer. Had a great camp for uh, some of the youth football camp. Uh, Chip Albright from the Iowa Wolves, the vice president over there, is also with us. They have teamed up. I've never heard of this concept before, and I think it's a wonderful idea. Tavian Chip, 
Good to see both of you. So what we're talking about is a basketball league that's been put together by you guys for for players that don't aren't part of a high school team, either a JUCO or the varsity team that, you know, for whatever reason they didn't want to come out for, maybe football, maybe they're specializing in something else, but they still love the game of basketball and they want to be involved. And you've put this together, and I had no idea that you could get this many kids to come out. Tevin, you said there was over 400 last year. Yeah, we had 408 kids participate last year um, that, that played in the league. So, I mean, it's just a fun time. It's fun, great atmosphere, and kids that, that don't, play with their high school teams um just gotta they get another chance to to shine i would say right. freshman <laughs> just, through senior so you yeah. can't have graduated high school and come back and no no gotcha. no we, we we haven't uh expanded to that yet yeah. so. no old man league yet <laughs> right. not yet <laughs> hey chip uh another cool part about this and your guys's involvement with the iowa wolves is for these guys and some of the teams that what probably advance they get to play on the wells fargo arena floor and we think about that with the state basketball tournament but for these guys that are playing in a rec league like this what a cool experience you guys with the wolves also put together yeah thanks trent we're uh this is the first time we're going to be able to do that we were looking through our schedule and our vp of ops randy big shout out to her was like i think we can make this work on that date so reached out to Tave and like absolutely let's do it last year we did play the final the semis and the finals right we played over at our practice facility which is a really great Set up to is that on uh, floor? Yeah, that's that's yeah. the old AIB. So, um, which is a really wonderful setup for our players and the yeah. the kids love that. So we opened up the doors for them to come in and do that. But it's a really it's a really great vibe. Huge shout out to Tavi and Rodney, everyone at the YMCA, especially you know the the, the Grub facility. For making this happen. Because that's um, where the games are played. Absolutely. Right? Yes. What? Tuesdays. Uh, so we have Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday. So Tuesday, games Wednesday, are played Saturday. Out. Yeah. And just they're just running games all the time. Everybody, you sign up. You can go sign up at dmymca.org slash basketball. And what's the cost? It's $25 for a 10-week league. And wow. that's it? All the, that's it mm-hmm. because we're subsidizing it. That's why it's the Iowa Wolves right. Metro League. Work that out with the Y. And then not only uh, do you get the league for that, but everybody gets a really sweet reversible jersey. Yes. So that we're As rocking. Part of your twenty-five bucks. That's yes. right. Jeez. That's right. So we're you know and 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 you know the Mid American Energy Cares program. Yeah. Uh, need to need to give them some big love because we brought this idea to them as well. So they're subsidizing it to make it extremely affordable, and we get kids from all over the metro, like mm-hmm. kids. From, from Bon Durant, kids from Valley, Dowling, awesome. city schools, you name it. Yeah. And you don't just have to be with friends from your high school either. And they come <laughs> up with fun names and do whatever and bring yes. in some of their music. And it's just, it's really great. The other, the other piece of feedback that we've had a, heard a lot is from parents that are so happy that their uh, kids can continue to play a game they love. Mm-hmm. So maybe you specialized in baseball or football or, you know, you just like all sports and you want to stay active. And mm-hmm. for us at the Iowa Wolves, the NBA G League really considers itself a league of opportunity. Mm-hmm. So we think this is another way to just create more opportunity so you can make this a lifelong game. So yeah. you don't bring a team, right? You just you get put on a team. Is that it? How does that um, work? Well, a lot of a lot of people sign up as teams, gotcha. and then we have some some people that don't have teams, and we, yeah. then we put them on on to different teams. Gotcha. That, mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Chip, let me ask you before I yeah. don't want to run out of time without yeah, yeah. getting this in. What's Luca Garza going to do this year? Ah, uh, great things, you know. <laughs> great I mean, things I, in great, Des Moines, or great, great things in the Minneapolis. Great, great, great things in the basketball world. <laughs> okay. uh, it's a, it's a really great question. We were up at Media Day not long ago. Uh, you, Luca has worked out a lot. He's in phenomenal shape. Um, he's on a two-way contract. 
which means that he can only suit up for 50 games with the Timberwolves this year. So there's that's a lot. That's why he kept them off the playoff roster that, that, last year. Right, 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 right. Exactly. So there's some exemptions on that. Now there's fluidity in all of those contracts. If you're watching all these contracts shake out right now, you know we just announced the other day, Dashaun Nix will be. Uh, another one of our two ways. So we're consistently learning who those players will be here. But anymore with, you know, 55% of players in the NBA have NBA G League experience. So as these programs are growing, Minnesota is doing a wonderful job of utilizing Des Moines. Mm-hmm. They love our facilities here, not only the practice facility, but Wells Fargo Arena is just such a great place, especially if you compare that to other venues in the league. And we're getting more and more fans to show up every year. And so players really enjoy coming down and being able to, to run because you got to get those runs in. You know, there are only so many, you know, five yeah. guys on the court at once. Right, and right. so if you can just take a quick little ride to Des Moines, three and a half hours from the Target Center to Wells Fargo Arena, lace up and ball a lot of those guys will come down day of and go back so i recommend fans consistently check out who's going to be there and and we see a lot of guys on assignment too so they're 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 on timberwolves contracts but they can send anybody down here if you need a little bit of Mm -hmm. rehab time really excited about a guy like leonard miller who is a fellow Canadian, Ken. Yes, indeed. You know, uh, 19 years old, 33rd overall pick in the NBA um, draft last year. Really good chance that we see Because the T-Wolves him. didn't have a first-round so, pick, right? Right, right. Yeah, so they, they traded up for that. Yeah, uh, that, was a Tim, that was a Tim Connolly move in the moment. Mm-hmm. Last year we saw Josh Minot, who is now only maybe 20, who played a year at Memphis. Wendell Moore from Duke. So... There's a, there's a lot of really incredible pedigree if you're into professional basketball. Going to be a fun season, certainly, with the Wolves. Tavian, uh, mm-hmm. back to the league. It is called the Iowa Wolves YMCA High School Metro League. And I just Googled it. It popped up right away. Hey, so it thing. popped right up there at the top. But for people that want to get involved, maybe they're part of the YMCA or just want to do it, just register online. Is that the simplest way to get it done, Tavian? Absolutely. Just register online um, and or just you can call any of, the, any of our branches. That will help you register also at the same time. Um, we've, we've heard uh, baseball over the summer, whether it be you know, uh, sl- slow pitch or, or normal baseball, that um, having trouble getting finding officials. There's not as many officials, uh, regardless of sport, in previous years. What do you guys see? Um, yes, it, it is, um, I would say, a, um, a, the dying, I would say, a little bit of profession, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to get um, people to officiate. Um, but we, we outsource and have a great relationship with, um, with the people that we outsource with. And they've they been taking care of us for, the, for our league um, very, very well for us. Um, so we get to we a have, point where they give you a whistle and banks get up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we, we have a, you know, like high school officials um, that, that we have two that are at, at each game. So um, for the whole season. And so we, you know, knock on wood, we haven't had any issues good, or good. any problems or anything like that. Um, so don't don't jinx us and have this right. one. Be- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tavia, yeah. we talk about the Metro Basketball League that's going to be uh, starting up here soon. But you guys with the YMCA, you do so much. You had your football camp we talked about. You've been now involved in the YMCA for a number of years. Is it just coming up with different ideas and keeping the community engaged and here in the metro area, what you do? I just love all the different ideas. So who's the idea man? Is that you? Is, is that five? <laughs> Who comes up with all these? Ah, uh, we have. I mean, at the, at the Grub specifically, we have a lot. Uh, we have a great leadership team. 
um, from Tamisha and Rodney and Ben Bell and you know a lot a lot of other you know coworkers and stuff like that that come up with a lot of a lot of things that we do specifically at the Grub. But you know, as an association, meaning like our other branches and stuff, we all collaborate and share ideas and and come up with different things to to try and help each community that we're in, um, and not not just like Grub. You know, like we we might get something from Waukee and Zach out there. We might get something from downtown and Wellmark with Cindy. So, you know, like any, we all share ideas and we, we just try and do what's best for each community and, and, and just go from there. Uh, this is what year for you, Chip, being involved in this with, uh, with the Wolves? With the Wolves, going into my third season. Yep. And this is, this will be the third year of this program too. Awesome. So we got, we got this off the ground kind of on the tail end of COVID back in 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And, kids loved it so we just keep bringing it back every year and it grows a little bit and you know really appreciate being able to come on and talk about it a little bit and let folks know that it exists out there for them that's great love what you guys do 25 dollars per player again with the support from the iowa wolves keep that fee 10 weeks of basketball and onto you get the a jersey yes yes i mean it's just a great great idea all right tavian one final thing yes. were you as mad as i was saturday uh early evening after the iowa game <laughs> Well, uh, I'll be 100% honest with you. I was on the soccer field with my uh-huh. daughter. so uh-huh. <laughs> uh, She had a tournament in Kansas City, so I was, I was not watching the so game. So your daughter is uh, taking into your other path that you could have taken on the soccer field. Ah, uh, right? yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Both my uh, you know kids are, are heavily in the soccer. So, you know, um, my my weekends are, are not my own. Uh, well, you know, my, my life isn't my own anymore. So, you know. <laughs> That's, <laughs> so, That's the way it goes. Any, any, any the parents territory. out there. Yeah. 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 Are you? frustrated watching this offense uh well i mean the, the result it, of it? it's it's tough you know um meaning me being an offensive player and the, and the, the way i played and stuff like that it's tough to see mm-hmm. um but i know you know like i would play i mean they're trying their best and doing everything that they can um wish you know obviously we wish we had a uh, a better offense all the time and scored, you know, like some of these, uh, um, you know, a high, high scoring offices and stuff like that. But it just doesn't work out that way sometimes. So, you know, hopefully at one point here, we'll be able to turn it around. If, if you, when you were playing, would do you, are you glad that there was no social media to the extent there is? Today? Oh man, I, 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 I'm really glad there's no social media. <laughs> I would have been in, in trouble. You a lot of time. <laughs> so can I, can I give you guys a little trivia here real quick? Yeah. I don't know where our break is, but so Tavy and I have worked quite a bit together at, at the Grub, um, which is a nonprofit. If anybody wants to support the work, I strongly recommend looking it up. But we like to tell people, or I I do, that between the two of us, we were all American in three sports uh-huh. in high school. Can you name the individual in the sport? Uh, let's see. Well, soccer and football for Tavian. And okay. for Chip, I'm going to guess you were a great tennis player. No, he's a cross-country <laughs> runner. What were you? Uh, no, Tavian was also all American <laughs> yeah. as basketball. in basketball. basketball too. So how about how about that? So <laughs> Tavian, Tavian all American in three sports. Chip, not in any sports. But I really appreciate you guessing I thought, tennis. I thought maybe you had something for us. Uh, yeah, like no, I'm a better ping pong player than tennis. But you know, I appreciate no. that. Last thing for you, Chip. Uh, when does the Wolves season start? November 14th. November 14th is when things get started on that. Uh, no, we November. open no, Friday, November 10th. November 10th. So op- opening weekend, uh, premiere weekend presented by Quickstar is Friday, November 10th, Saturday, November 11th. Come out and howl with us.
We'd appreciate it. Big fan of Quick Sars fried chicken. <laughs> big, big fan. Tavy and Banks, Chip Albright uh, coming in. Appreciate you guys. Good to talk to you. Best of luck with the venture. Love the idea. Really do. Hour two, Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. He covers Major League Baseball. He kicks off the hour. We're here until one. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.